what is going on right now? I mean, the world is upside down. And as each of us sit in our houses and just trying to get through the day, maybe you're listening to podcasts like this, you're binge watching Netflix, or maybe you're reading, you're organizing your house, whatever it is you're doing. I was thinking it really would be good to know what was going on with certain sisters in our community, especially the youth, the college students. What are they doing right now? What are they feeling right now? Especially ones from some of the most famous colleges in New York City. So I asked a couple of them to come on the podcast and talk to us about exactly what's going on right now with themselves, with their studies, with their anxieties, and how they're trying to approach it right now where Ramadan is at our doorstep. What are they doing right now amidst the crisis in their homes as students? Check out the interview. Hey, Mindful Muslim here, just reminding you to don't forget to put your name on the Ramadan Recharge Experience waiting list. I'm about to send a ton of bonuses, freebies, inspirational sessions, goodies, giveaways, and you don't want to spend Ramadan alone this year in isolation. Spend it with us online. We'll all be together. Can't wait to spend Ramadan with you. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. I am super excited today because we have a bonus episode with three beautiful and amazing guests from New York City. And I know so many of you around the world are experiencing a lot of different things. And I thought this is an amazing way for us to come together and share a bit of what we're experiencing and what we're thinking about in the weeks to come, inshallah, business island. So today's podcast is going to be speaking with um, students from university. We have three today, and then in a minute you'll meet them. And inshallah, we're going to talk a little bit about kind of what the students are going through from their perspective, maybe their circle of friends, or what their university is doing right now in terms of studies. I think it's a really great time for us to kind of connect with one another and know what each other is experiencing. So without further ado, we have these three beautiful ladies here. Um, ladies, I'm going to ask you, each one of you, to just introduce yourself. You can just maybe say your name, your school, and what MSA um, you represent. So maybe, Arika, you can tell us a little bit about yourself first. Okay. Um, alaikum. My name is Arika, and I'm representing Brooklyn Tech MSA. MashaAllah. Um, welcome, welcome. Habiba, maybe you can tell us who you're representing and a little bit about you. All right. My name is Habiba. I go to LAU Brooklyn. Um, I'm majoring in pharmacy. And I'm representing LIU Brooklyn, I would say. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, Fatima? Assalamualaikum, everyone. I'm Fatima, and um, I represent Queens CUNY, and we represent uh, Queens MSA. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, all these, all these women are very active in their MSAs, and that's especially why I chose them, because they're constantly interfacing with the Muslim community there, and so they fully are, are, are knowing the vibe on the ground, and I thought it's really great for many of you who are in New York to see what other people are doing. I know we're all in New York, but there are people who are still in their houses, and they haven't got a chance to get out and kind of see what everyone's experiencing, and then there's some of us from all over the world who hear things on the news but are not quite sure what is going on. So, um, ladies, I wanted to ask, and you guys feel free to chime in as you wish, kind of um, let us know what's the current situation like for students at your school. So like in different schools, they're doing different things right now. Some schools have stopped education, some are doing online, some have canceled things. Just give us a, an understanding of kind of like what's going on where you are. Awesome. Well, it's officially the third or fourth week that um, we, we refer to online education. So 
I feel as if CUNY and all of our professors have been very flexible and understanding because there are children that kids that don't have, you know, access to technology and laptops. So um, they've really given us the time to really adapt. And so we've resorted to online classes. So it's intimidating. Um, it's really difficult, if, like, especially if it's like, you know, it's different from like an in-person lecture or like, you know, the experience is different, but I feel like um, I've been personally been able to adapt. We've been using Zoom and other different platforms. Um, and in terms of extracurricular activities, I feel like that's been the difficult part because obviously that requires to be in person and that's been canceled. Um, in terms of the MSA, what we've done is a lot of the holikas that we've planned, we did try to find um, a way for speakers to um, reach out to our volunteers and um, yeah, and speak out to them about it. And in terms of graduation, I feel really badly for everyone who's supposed to graduate. But well, you know, I'm, I'm totally, I don't have any idea what's going on with that. So do tell me and anyone else who's listening, like what is up with graduation? So for my school graduation, the uh, president of the school, she sent out that they're gonna have like a, a ceremony like online or something ah, and they're then, really they're really thinking, yeah and then they're, wait, yeah. Wait, when are you guys supposed to graduate in may or june in in may wow and so we're already like forget it we've already canceled it serious yeah they canceled it and they were like we're gonna have like some like online um like ceremony or something i'm not graduating 2020 so i didn't really yeah. read into the email but I remember in the email, she said that on like October, they're going to have like a weekend where like they're going to celebrate after everything's over. I know some people, so, they work like for years and years and years for that moment. To I feel know, like. especially I'm in pharmacy school. So there's a lot of students that are graduating year 2020. Oh. They worked so hard. Yeah. And actually, I'm supposed to be getting my white coat this um, semester. And I don't know how yeah. that's going to work. So they yeah. didn't update us on that either. Alhamdulillah, you know, we planned a lot of the best of planners, subhanAllah. Yes, I mean, I'm agree. sure it's for a, a good reason, of course. So, but at the same time, it's something like, I feel at this time we got to learn to just like mentally adapt. Like as things come, just like mentally figure out like, okay, okay, mm -hmm. I'm all right with that. I'm going to take it all in, subhanAllah. Great. And how about school uh, classes with you? I know Fatima said that the teachers are being pretty good. It's like, I think it's also as hard as it is for you to adapt with the technology as a student, depending on what you have to deal with too. But what's sure. your experience in the school with that? So for me, my classes are already recorded. Like the lectures are already recorded. So like even back, so like we are, I'm already used to it. So like, let's say like I'll, it'll, I'll have the in-class experience, but then when I go home, I could actually rewatch the lecture all over again. Yeah. Yeah. That's and great. so it was, it was, it was, Zoom is basically the same thing. So I, I mean, I, I, I was comfortable with it. Our exams, actually, we take on a, on a software. So now they implemented uh, like exam ID. So before you take the exam, you take like a picture of yourself. And if it recognizes you, it's going to let you into the exam. Oh, it doesn't. You know, it's not going to let you into the exam. Lot. They used yeah. to just send out the password because we usually take it on like a program. Where okay, it's like somebody could do it for you or something. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't think. Yeah, so that's what, uh -huh. yeah, they were like, oh, we want to make sure like, you know, um, you guys are going to be pharmacists. We need to trust you. It's like, it's a big responsibility. So, yeah. you know, we have to make sure that you're taking your exam. So, yeah, I mean, alhamdulillah, I mean, I, I got used to it. It's just that the fact that, like, you walking out your house is, like, something weird. I don't know. I just want to, like, I need fresh air. But, yeah. I mean, I also do work. Um, I work at CVS. So oh, for us, so we're still kind of working outside. 
Yeah, so I work. I actually I only work like um two days a week. Um, mm. they kept my like alhamdulillah they kept my schedule. Like my employers didn't like yeah. take the advan- advantage of like you know me being like they know like we have like online classes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just worked like Friday and Saturday, and so I actually was working this morning, and it was just so I wanted to cry from how like I got just really frustrated. Why? Yeah, like people. People just kept on coming. I have the mask on. It's so tight on my face. I can't uh, really breathe well. It's so annoying. I can't take it off. And I just it felt so dehydrated. It's just so like yeah. Props to you. <laughs> Thank you. You're one of our special <laughs> workers. Yeah. <laughs> plus, is it like a plus because you get to go outside and get some fresh air? But then it's also like then you're out there and you're like cringe. I feel cringe. like I feel so weird. Like I don't want to be out. I'm scared. You know how like the you know how they're saying it's like you know in the air and like you could catch it from like anything like literally you know walking outside so I'm just like Ugh. I literally wiped down my car my steering wheel everything I wiped down my phone mm. and like after every like I would like after every like patient I would see or like every transaction I'd pick up or whatever I would, like hand sanitize my hands and like they got so dry and I was just getting frustrated I was just getting annoyed. I think you gotta keep like hydrating because that stuff like it's 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 very alcohol based so it's like gonna keep mm-hmm. taking all like the um, moisture out of your hands and everything if we're using it constantly for sure yeah, so, like, I, like we have like I noticed that I noticed that too for myself today I'm gonna come back to what you were just talking about because that's actually a, a lot of what I'm focused on I just want to ask Arika really fast I wanted her to, to feel I left her out Sorry. Arika, what's going on no no <laughs> no you're perfect because that's exactly what we're gonna get into Arika what's going on with you in your school um, so basically, I can bring in the public school aspect of it since Brooklyn Tech is a whole school. So um, for our school, schools were canceled in like March 13th. And then the week afterwards, we moved on to remote learning. So most of our teachers are using Google Classroom and like for like lessons and things like that. We're um, shifting to Khan Academy. Um, Wait, I'm I even have like, about that. I've never heard of that. Isn't Khan Academy just for like math support? I never heard of it as a classroom. I'm, that's new to me. It's not for math support. They actually support a lot more subjects. I learned that this year myself. Um, So it had like um, AP courses if you need like explanation on like certain lessons. So like for um, a few of my AP courses, um, I'm taking lessons on that and they'll like provide like quizzes and things like that. So then the teacher checks like if you are able to do the work or not. And then mostly most of the stuff is on Google Classroom though, where they just assign assignments. Subhanallah. But I mean, overall, is it like you feel like it's it's not too hard to do. It's kind of basic. It doesn't take too much of your day. It's not that frustrating. It's pretty easy. Or? For me personally, teachers are assigning more work now than they have. You know, in the past. I noticed that my my kids. I was I actually had to like make a, a comment to one of the teachers. I was like, because um, I have my sister and my her cousins and all them. They have school too, and they were assigning homework, right? And so they're like, well, I'm the teacher now. I'm the mom, and I'm basically teaching my kid. And these are women with kids like who are in third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. And the teacher assigns work. Well, I'm sitting there all day teaching my kid math, and then you're going to give me homework too? Like I'm not already home <laughs> teaching the math. So the teachers are like, yeah, I saw it like pouring on. Maybe they think you don't have anything to do, or I don't know. It's like it, it's it's very hectic within like in the, the workload, especially because like as a senior. Um, I didn't really have much work while I was in school, but now I have like more work than I have ever had throughout high school. Subhanallah. Well, I, I, I'm like, I'm really interested in, in all this and how this all works with you guys. And cause you know what, there's people who homeschool all the time and this is what they do period. And then there's some yeah. people who this is totally new to them. And I was wondering if it was like throwing, what about your friends, you guys, any of you can say anything. You feel like your friends are like feeling it or they just don't like it at all. Or they're feeling frustrated at all. Um, some of my friends don't like it at all. They just, they miss the grind of like waking up in the morning and then going to school, like being more like active. But, like yeah. when they're at home, they just feel so tired and like 
they're just always so sleepy and stuff. It's a lack of motivation, I think, right? Yeah, it's It's a lot, yeah, 100%, 100%. I feel like, I feel like a lot of, especially, you know, because us girls, we tend to overthink a lot, and I feel like the overthinking is, like, really crazy. All my friends are overthinking, like, their whole entire life. Let's get into that, the overthinking. So, like, the other thing, what do you think is, like, kind of, like, how do you think, like, how is, how is it for you guys, like, emotionally, psychologically, like, forget school for a second, like, how is it with you and your families, and you're in the house, and your friends, and, like, like, what is it like for you, like, in terms of, like, what you're experiencing? Like, a lot of women are saying they're having, like, really high anxiety, because they don't know when this is going to end. They don't know what's going to happen tomorrow with this and that. So like, what's the overall like feeling between you and your friends and family and everything? I would totally agree. Um, I would say I'm on the same boat as well. Um, I think it's just, yeah, high anxiety. It's just from social isolation. There's a lack of physical activity. And um, I also feel like, you know, especially in the beginning, I was consuming so much media, you know, constantly my mind was just like looking at the news like 24 seven. But then I realized that like, that was just impacting my mindset, you know, yeah. it was impacting my emotions and everything else around me. So yeah. after taking the time to adapt, I realized that, you know, I should create a routine for myself, maybe get out there, exercise, you know, reach out to my friends, you know, just because I can't see them, maybe I could, you know, text them or video chat with them. Yeah. Um, so just really um, taking the time for myself, you know, recognizing that it's okay to feel this way. Very and good. yeah, allowing myself to adapt. Oh, I should join you for one of my workshops. I do these all the time with women and moms and stuff. Like, it's okay to feel what you're feeling. I was just t- doing an a online workshop yesterday, how to make a schedule for yourself. You see, I should have had you next to me. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, really, really, because you have to understand, like, students mostly just have to worry about themselves. Maybe their mom's going to ask them for help or something. But when you're a mom, and some of these moms are working from home, so they're on the computer, the boss wants them to, like, be just as productive as before. And then the kids have, like, online Zoom classes. Imagine your mom with, like, two, three kids, and they're all on computers, and they're whining and falling off their chairs and then it's like you're supposed to cook clean feed everybody do everything it's like the pressure on the moms right now that have those situations is like super high so the anxiety and then that causes stress and they're fighting with their kids and their spouses and they're feeling starting to feel depressed so this is all kind of happened in a really small amount of time it's kind of crazy like right do you guys I don't know what do you feel like Habiba do you feel like you're like did like did you go through I love the way that you Fatima you talked about how like initially I was like this but I had to catch myself and I had to transition into this did you feel like you had that moment yet or you still just kind of like I did definitely have that moment and then like I also I also like hosted a halakha for my MSA I don't know if you've seen it like I advertised it and everything on our page and um so what I did and when I was telling the girls actually I just had this moment where I was just like I was like, no, I'm not going to be lazy anymore. I started, like, I, I told them that I use this thing called, like, a mind dump, mm-hmm. um, where basically I, like, literally everything that I want to do and I have in my head, I literally write it down in my planner, and mm-hmm. I, like, go one yeah. by one. So I'm like, okay, so, like, you know, today I'm going to do, like, this, like, I'm going to have an exam today, so, like, we're going to, I'm going to do that from, like, 10 to, like, 12. Or, and, you know, so literally I, like, you know, put, like, a schedule for myself, and I started following it. I mean, sometimes I get, I'm not going to lie, I'm, like, I get lazy here and there. But it's just, and like sometimes I get like really bad anxiety. Um, I'm just like, oh my god, like I need out. Yeah. <laughs> but I need to go out. I need to go out. But like then, I'm, and I'm just like, okay, no, 
No, so much of it is so biological. Like the human being, yeah. actually, the way we're made, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He made us where we're supposed to be in a community. And you yeah, know, we are social cut beings. from it. It's like the Rasulullah says, like you cut from your jugular vein. It's like it's like you feel like at a loss because especially with Ramadan coming up where we're usually interacting, interacting. I don't know. What are you guys thinking? A lot of you are in MSAs and all that. So what is your thought? Did you guys hear about the MSAs talking anything about like how are they gonna approach Ramadan differently if this goes in the same kind of way like what's your thoughts on that Ramadan so um for, okay, go, go, go. for my school um basically what um our board members are planning to think about is like creating um every week every Friday we host um weekly halakas via zoom so then this way we are connected to like alumni from our school and like current students so it gives us a way for like social interaction and then like talking about Islam and then um for Ramadan prep we're planning to like have like many sessions with like for like the girls like um different like Ramadan decorations you can do and like involve all of each other everyone with it and then we're also planning to have um share daily reminders and like hadiths with everyone so then we can still have like that aspect of like you know just because it's Ramadan and we don't see each other we still have that connection and bond and that doesn't change anything yeah yeah for sure so actually back to what she was saying about like daily reminders and stuff. So me and my friends actually started that for now. We like had a group chat. Like I ha I'm in like three group chats um, for like daily remi reminders um, on WhatsApp. And it's one with like the mass sensor. Like they, we, we actually made this group chat called Quran Team. Mm -hmm. And like we like basically everyone took a just and they like, you know, read it. And then like, we would just like, you know you know be like oh I finished just 18 and then like we would make the dua like we, we have like a due date so today actually we finished I finished just 29 mm. um, alhamdulillah and like we made like the dua like you know on Friday and it was nice it's nice it's always make you know a nice feeling and stuff you know not that like were you in many groups and that active at this point in Ramadan typically or do you think that was mostly just because of the situation we're in so I feel like a lot of people are just taking advantage of like the time that they have now more Mm. Um, uh, I mean, yeah. Like, I'm wondering, I if I like wondering if people are like, like, really, like, becoming more like vigilant in terms of like what they could do to prep for Ramadan at this point because they have that time, or do you feel like like it's so distracting and so difficult that they're just not able to do normal Ramadan prep? I've seen both kind of going on. Like, some people usually they're prepping right now, and some people are like I can't handle it, and some people are like I'm prepping more because I got tons of time. So I'm like wondering, like, what's your guys' mm -hmm. perspective on that? I feel like I feel like personally for me I'm prepping more now like I feel like with all this like day with the daily reminders and reading like the just and stuff I'm like easing my way into like you know actually like doing it for 30 days and like you know mm -hmm. all that so I feel like I'm definitely you know I have to be honest honestly like just like I have my days where I'm super productive but then I have my days where I'm so lazy so I am in that middle where I want to do more but then I get held back sometimes but I feel like as of now just because we are quarantined and as just as Muslima I think we all have come to the understanding that you know we have time and this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we should be investing it you know for our akhirah and um I feel like as we'll get closer to Ramadan it will start to even hit us all more you know yeah I'm wondering if there's going to be like this rush right before when everybody's like wait wait it's really happening like right. it's happening like this it's subhanallah you guys usually out a lot in Ramadan on a typical Ramadan like you go out a lot and you're like in the, like me I do something called 
I know Astaghfirullah, non, non-Muslim, they have something called ball hopping. So I have masjid hopping where I and my friends, we used to meet at different masajid all across New York City. We go, and Astaghfirullah, because you know, in New York, it's always like segregated, even though it shouldn't be. So they'll have like the Turkish quote unquote mosque, or they'll have like the Pakistani yeah. mosque. We want to go yeah. and be with all the communities. So we're like, today we're going to go there. And they sometimes they have iftar. So we eat food from their country and then we pray together and then we go home. But like, it's a very communal thing. So like, do you guys usually go out a lot and try to meet up with people usually during Ramadan? Yeah, I, we, I mean, me and my family usually do that like on the weekends because like, you know, Ramadan's been in school, has been like during school. Mm. Um, I mean, so we do that. I mean, in the summer, I remember we were like in the summer and we used to always do that. Yeah, yes, kind of love. And so I love what I'm hearing you guys saying, which I love, and I think it's really great advice. Before I get into the last thing um, that I wanted to ask you, which is just you giving advice to some of the women out there, I wanted to just say that two of the things that I heard consistently about you guys saying was one, actually three, was one is like, there's a point where you had to just catch yourself. And I really like that because in terms of mindfulness and consciousness, like one of the reasons I actually um, had this podcast going out is as women, I feel like we have to be more conscious of what we're going through. So I loved when Fatima started off, she said like, I noticed I was feeling like this. Or like you guys were saying, I noticed I noticed I was having this and I switched to this. So that being totally aware and conscious is really important and I, I love that. And the other thing I heard you guys talking about is the fact that you like, okay, so I realized I need to somehow make a routine or schedule something. And what you have might look different than what she has, what I have, that's fine. But the point is that we one, realize we need to do something. Two, we're like, well, what is gonna work for me? realistically. And then I think the third thing that I heard you guys mention, um, some of you is like about the friends. So like, um, Habibi, you were talking about, I have these groups and, and see in times like this, when you're alone, right. And the shaitan can just eat you. SubhanAllah, when you're with other people, uh, there will bring you back on the days, maybe when you're lazy or you're feeling down. So I think that's really, really smart of you that you're like, you know what, I'm aligning myself with some other sisters who want to do the right thing. So inshallah ta'ala, I can keep making sure I stay focused. So I love that. And I think that's a great um, advice all to the women just that you gave kind of indirectly as you were expressing what you're doing. So I love that. So the last thing I wanted to ask you guys is kind of like, as a person of faith, um, what is some Islamic advice? I mean, other than what I said, I know I kind of brought that up, but like just something else that you could think just from the heart that you could give to other women out there in the world, regardless of where they are. They could be um, students. If you want to speak to students, you can, or just like women in general. What's some advice that you could give them um, in regards to like, if they are a student, their studies and how to keep up with things and stay positive or just their emotional state or spiritual state. What's some advice you want to give the women out there um, about the upcoming weeks in, in, in ahead, inshallah ta'ala? I think one of the biggest things would be to not lose motivation because especially in a time where you're isolated, it can be extremely difficult. And again, like if you lose motivation, then it like leads to a chain of events with like productivity and how you, your work. So finding motivation is the most biggest thing for me. How do you think we can do that? Like for everybody, it's going to be different. That's what I noticed in my life. Like you have to find what's your thing. Like what's the thing that's going to make you get up and go. So maybe like, could you share maybe what's your thing or something that you think could help women to find that motivation since we do struggle with that sometimes? Um, the biggest thing I struggle with is like getting up for like the next day or like trying not to like stay up late and things like that because since we have so much time, one thing I'd like to do is like before bed, I'll just write down whatever I need to like get done for the next day. You guys so are I'll have sharp. like a big These are things I, I tell people all the time. You guys are so sharp. You guys pick up on it right away. MashaAllah. So you're saying like the night before you'd kind of like prep for the next day so you can get mentally 
ready? Yeah. So basically I have like two to-do lists. So one's like a master to-do list of like everything I want to get done during like all this free time. And another one's going to be like a tiny one where I'll just like, I'll write on the notes on my phone. So when I wake up, I check my phone and I'll just like open up to that and like seeing everything that I have done. And also I just get that satisfaction of like checking something off. <laughs> yeah. So that's like one of the things that like keep me going. Excellent. Thank you so much. Good. So motivation, definitely. I totally agree in this time. And so um, that might work for you. And then for some people, it's priming themselves in the morning. Like for me on days when I, yeah. when I wake up, you know, some days like you'll wake up and you're like, it's not going to be a good day. I can just feel it right now. Like those days you're like, oh my God. So it could totally just go bust from there or you could catch it like you guys were describing even in the same moment. So what I do on those days is I have the journaling that I do. And I had this podcast on journaling for negativity or negative feelings to get rid of them. And the first thing I do is I just like write out like right away, like what am I feeling right now? It's kind of like you just like, get it all out. And then you pivot to the positive. And I talk about, but what am I grateful for right now? So it makes you force on positive things. And then you kind of, you know, you go from there and it's step three, step four. So sometimes for me, as soon as I feel that, if I want to shake it really quick, I do a five minute journal and it pulls me out. But for somebody else, it might be like something else. So subhanAllah, or maybe just opening the door and getting the sun on your face, you know, subhanAllah. Sometimes we got to change the room, change the vibe or something. So great. Um, uh, what about you guys? What about Habiba, Fatima? What kind of advice would you like to give to the women out there? Spiritual advice for them. I would say it's okay not to be okay. I always say this. I even say like in my halakas, I'm like, it's okay not to be okay, but yes. it's not okay for you to like be like basically be in that hole, you know? You know, like stay there, stay stuck. Like. It's okay. Yeah, it's so yeah, like don't don't stay stuck, you know. Always talk to a friend. Always, you know, me and my friends sometimes we like FaceTime each other while doing like our homework together. Mm. You know, like we talk it out, you know, like it's okay. Like it's literally okay and feel anxious, but it's just like, you know, you always have to be positive. You have to be like, you know, alhamdulillah, at least I'm home. Alhamdulillah, I'm around my family. Alhamdulillah, everyone's mm -hmm. safe, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Subhanallah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I love, I love that again, you bring back, like, it's okay to feel like that. But it's like, because what happens is, is when we stay like that, that it's like, we're saying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like, I'm done. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mm -hmm. give you what you deserve, which is like, in Ramadan, it might be like to pray more or do other things. And it's really that time to show Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how much we're grateful. So I totally, totally agree. What, what about you, Fatima? What would you like to say to the women? Oh, I also wanted to bring up a point, um, <laughs> shifting back to Ramadan. My house is three blocks away from the masjid so like growing up like my ramadan memories have been in the masjid you know going for thrali and like iftar so just visually like figuring like it's it's gonna be difficult and i'm pretty sure that's for a lot of people you know like what is ramadan without you know with your loved ones and praying thrali um so i think everything just comes down to your mindset yeah and in terms of looking at your studies and your emotions, it's looking at the situation as a blessing in disguise from Allah SWT. And, you know, with the time we have, maybe this is an opportunity that we can really work on ourselves, like learn more about ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, like I live with my family, but you know, with the everyday hustle and bustle, like we don't really get to spend that genuine time, you know? Mm -hmm. So we can work with our family. Um, I know everyone's cooking, posting like videos of them trying new recipes, you know, finding a new hobby and overall, yeah, like making the most, most the best like time out of it, really. Yeah, I think it is like super like 
self-development overload time. Like we have that time right now. And I, I, I think you're right with the, with the blessing part because one, we know obviously everything happens by the qad of Allah and everything that Allah does is good for us. And, and when Allah gives us something, it's never completely all evil. There's always good in it and there's that khair and we have to kind of look for it. And I was, I was telling somebody and, and, and then I ended up putting my IG that, um, yeah, like the, all the bars are closed. Like all, all like there's haram relationships are not happening so much right now because everybody's distance, you know, like, you know, there's so many things that right now are good people are like washing their hands they're cleaner than ever everybody's like in uh naqab aka masks you know like subhanallah so everybody's like so uh so islamic right now and so there is that positive piece and then i think like allah is giving us that time right before ramadan to say you know what get your act together before ramadan and one thing i wanted to just remind everyone and i don't know if this has happened to you guys this last thing as we end is the shaitan sometimes he likes to plant a seed right before ramadan and he likes to cause a problem. So I have some women that like problems have started all of a sudden with their families right before. And I'm always trying to remind myself and my kids and other women, like, don't fall prey to that. Like, cause right now, like for example, with this, we can get depressed, we can get unmotivated and then Ramadan comes and we're in a, like a funk about it. So I think it's really important that if you guys can set it up now and I can set it up now, we're like already on, on the road to success before Ramadan even starts. I think that's really, really important. So are there any last words you guys want to say or anything that, uh, before we, we finish? Covered it all. You guys are so smart. You're really, really brilliant women. And I'm so honored that you came on actually. Thank you. And it's like, no, really, I love, like, I think that there's not enough credit given to our youth of today because you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with our community, but there are so many women doing so many good things. And I just heard so many good things about all three of you women. And so I was really honored that you could come on and that you could be with us today. And inshallah ta'ala, I hope that um, women out there are listening and just seeing that right now there are women out there doing positive things. And so that encourages all of us to do even more positive things. So jazakamallahu khairan, ladies. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow all of us to live to see Ramadan, to... Uh, enter Ramadan with the blessing of Ramadan and to leave it better than when we began. So Jazakallah here, and I will talk to you guys um, soon. I'll, maybe you'll hear the podcast. I'll put it up in a couple of days, guys. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you guys soon. Assalamu alaikum rahmatullah. Hey, Mindful Muslim here, just reminding you to don't forget to put your name on the Ramadan Recharge Experience waiting list. I'm about to send a ton of bonuses, freebies, inspirational sessions, goodies, giveaways, and you don't want to spend Ramadan alone this year in isolation. Spend it with us online. We'll all be together. Can't wait to spend Ramadan with you.